Okay, thank you, Narissa, for sharing with us. And also, uh, faithful Kevin and Eddie. Yes. Yes. As we look at how we move along here. Um, as we look at the word for this morning, I want us to um, look at two significant things. My concern this morning is that I don't go too deep for you. There's, there's two phases to it, so I'm going to do the first phase for this, uh, this week, and then next time we come together, you have to see the other side. Each time, we have not given it justice. Let's follow prayer. Father, how we look to you, thank you for your goodness to us. As we come to your word, help us to um, see it for what it is, read it for how it's written, interpret it as it should be interpreted, apply it as you expect it to be, and then you, we will see, we will see we got, we give uh, the blessings that the results come for. So Lord, I just want to thank you for each one of the saints who are here, and Lord, help them to hear with the second ear, the receptive ear about the very things that can help them for the rest of their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said, Amen. Amen. Well, we're, we're looking at this, we're calling it the walking on the dark side. Looks like it's a double there, but it's okay. Walking on the dark side. What is the... And we'll... Uh, when we, when we talk about this whole idea of walking on the dark side, now we're not talking about some space thing here, folks. Um, I think that we really don't understand where we're walking. And because we don't understand where we're walking, then we react uh, differently. So let's put it together. Walking on the dark side is the act of a of a, of a follower of, of Christ living in a sin-cursed world and sharing the gospel that has the power of changing the receiver's eternity, uh, eternal destiny. So as we go through this then, uh, we want to uh, look at this, what it says here. And Joel says, Joel 17, 14, it says, I have given you your word and the world has hated me, John, I'm sorry, have hated me because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Then John 15, I do not, uh, uh, I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. John 17, 16, they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is what? True. So we look at John. Then he says, here's the thing that he, he asks. Look at John 17, 15. We're saved. You think he'll take us on to glory. He says, I do not ask you that you take them out of the world. The disciples and all of you except Jesus Christ says, I'm not asking that the moment that they're saved, take them out of the world. 
Father, I'm asking that you leave them here. <laughs> now, to leave us here leads us to all of the vulnerability and all of the negativism and all of the pain and everything else. And he says, Father, leave them here. Now, we have to understand the dynamics of this. And so this is where we get to theology. Theology, very simple, is theo, meaning God. Ology always means the study of. So when we say theology or biology, it always means the study of. So when we talk about theology, let's do a little theology when it comes down to what it has to say. Now, thinking it through. Now, here are the two-point outline. Remember the heart of God. And number two, remember spiritually who you are. Then number three, remember uh, uh, it's, uh, th that this is uh, the dark age and who you represent. Um, going too fast there. Let's go through this. Okay, first one. Remember the what? That's the first thing I want you to do. I want you, if you don't listen to anything else, I want you to listen to what Isaiah has to say in the Old Testament. This passage of scripture, once I heard it, the person was saying in passing, once the person quoted the verse, I said, I've quoted it and started talking about it, I, I immediately I said, where is the Lord? Where is it? I need to remember it? And then I, and so finally I, able to, I was able to put my finger on it. Now, I'm going to, as I go through it, that's why I'm taking my time. We're going to do a lot of reading, but I want to really nail it down for you, okay? Now, because here's where I want to, to linger with you, or you will not understand, you will not understand the New Testament, basically. Now, it says this. Baal, uh, Baal bows down, Nebo stoops. Their idols are on beasts and livestock. These things you carry are borne as burdens on weary beasts. They stoop, they bow down together. They cannot save the burden, but themselves go into captivity. <coughs> Listen to me, O house of Jacob. All the remnant of the house of Israel who have been born by me from before your, your birth, carried from your womb. Even to your old age, I am he, and to the gray hairs, I will carry, I will carry you. I have made, and I will bear, and I will carry, and, and will save. Now, now listen, listen to what the verse says. Because what he's saying to Israel, God is saying to you. So I'll go over it again. He says, listen to me. Put your name in. I'll put Donald. Listen to me, Donald. All the women of the household of Israel. Who have been born or delivered by me. Before your birth. Carried from your room. I did that. I started this whole thing. I born you. I delivered you. I want you to know it's not these little things you're carving out here. I'm the one who's doing this. And he said, now listen, even to your old age, I got you. 
I am he. To the gray hairs, I will carry you. Through your storms, through everything you encounter, when you feel lonely or forgotten, whether you stop talking to me or not, I'm going to still carry you. I got your back. I'm holding you. He says, I have made and I will bear and will carry and will save. This word, self, this word save or salvation is mentioned close to 1,500 times, meaning different, different, different things, mean, but it means to deliver. He says, I will deliver you. Don't worry about it. I got you. Don't feel discouraged if you're not walking on top of the world and the sun is shining. I got you. I pulled you out. I caused you to breathe. In moments even when you turn your back on me and no one else even thought about me, I never went away. And even in your moments of silence and you won't talk to me, I'll wait till you talk. That's commitment. That's determination. I don't know how I spoke to you, but when I read that verse, I said, Lord, thank you. Thank you that you got me when no one else understands me. At a point sometime, I don't even understand myself. <laughs> you got me. At the points of my frustration, you got me. My jubilation. You got me. And what I'm saying to you, I don't care what's coming your way, whatever your lot, let him teach you to say, it's well with your soul. Because you see, when you walk on the dark side, you see, when Jesus Christ came into the world, you no, know, when you read John, the first chapter, the first chapter, and you read the verses, you no, know, he, he came into the dark, and he was the light, and, and the dark did not what? Comprehend. Each time you keep seeing all through scripture about dark, 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 haven't you? Dark, darkness and light. And why do you think they're talking about that? Because we are walking on the dark side. Not living, but walking. Ye are what he called. The light of the world. The problem is that when you're the light of the world and you're hiding it under a bushel, the darkness is not affected by it. But I want you to know that because I formed you and because I'm carrying you, you are walking on the dark side, but that dark side is not designed to get inside of you. It got inside of Judas, but that was purpose. But believers, no. Everybody with me so far? Okay, because I think that if you understand how we're walking on the dark side, uh, I really want to, to speak on one for the next one that I want to come up on, but we're not ready for that yet. But the whole idea is this. We need to talk about the dark side and what are the dynamics of the dark side. So Lord's going to start breaking it down to us to terms we know already. Scripture we know already. And so uh, 
But I, I definitely want to make sure that that's there. I want to make sure I finish out this verse, though. To whom will you liken me and make me equal and compare me that we uh, may be alike? Those who lavish gold from the purse and weigh out silver in the scales, hire a goldsmith, and he makes it into a god. Then he falls down and worship. They lift it to their shoulders. They carry it. They set it in its place, and it stands there. It cannot move from its place. <laughs> if one cries to it, it does not answer or say, uh, save him from his trouble. It said, folks, if you're going to do some contrast here, you want to, it says, I'm the one who did this thing. A matter of fact, that's my goal you're pouring on, on these folks. Remember this and stand firm, recall, to, to it, recall it to mind, you transgressors. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is what? No one. what? I am God and what? Declaring the end from the beginning and the, from the ancient times not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand and I will accomplish all my purpose. I born you, I'm carrying you, and I'm going to finish it. Jesus Christ came along and said, I'm Alpha, Old Omega, the beginning and the end. Which is, which was, and which is to come. And I'm taking you along with me. Thank you, Lord. 46. Calling the birds to pray from the east, the man of my counsel from a far country, I have spoken, and I will bring it to pass. I have purpose, and it, and it will uh, do it. Listen to me, you stubborn of heart, you who are far from righteousness. I bring near my righteousness, it is not far off, and my salvation will not delay. I will put salvation in Zion for Israel, my glory. The Lord was saying something there. And every time I go over that verse, I kind of personalize it. As the Lord says, Don Ragged, listen carefully. When you were born, I did that. Brought you out. Brought you to me. When the hairs of your head get gray, I got you. All the way through life, I got you. I think about the crazy times when I was younger, doing all the little crazy things, and wonder why, you know, the, uh, it didn't destroy me. God still had me. I am so glad that I have a heavenly father. And guess what? He held me until I got to know him. From the man upstairs to our father which art in heaven. I'm so glad. Amen. If not, I say amen, lights, and keep on going. <laughs> okay. So we have the responsibility of getting to know the heart of God. 
You see what the first thing is? We have the responsibility of getting to know the heart of God. Uh. And so when we talk about that, he's holy, he's just, he's all-powerful, he's faithful, he's eternal, not bound by time, he's compassionate, he's merciful, he's loving, he's our provision, he's our protector, and that's just a few. When we think about what God has done, is doing, and will be doing, he's all that. And so when he tells us in, in Psalms, come into his courts, gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with what? Know ye the Lord, that he is God. It is he that hath made us, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Remember spiritually who you are. <laughs> when we talk about remember spiritually who you are, who and whose you are will greatly affect how you hear, think, and act. And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. And then you have, blessed are you who are hungry now, for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. He goes on to say, blessed are you when people hate you. And when exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy for behold your reward is great in heaven for so their fathers did to the prophets. Mm. Notice that Jesus looked at the disciples who were at the beginning of their training. <laughs> they were uh, there were several blessings. The poor in spirit, those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, those who weep over those things that break God's heart, those who have mastered the skill of facing extreme adversities. I'm thinking about what's happening even today. This is what's happening even today as we walk. This, this is outlining of the dark side. Here's what's happening today. We have a, a church, the, um, the Pastor Meeks. Pastor Meeks and his church on 59th Street, they have prayer on the corner, uh, them alone, uh, at, a, at a certain time. And, and they, uh, they, the, the, the church uh, prayed late at night on the corner for the neighborhood. As they prayed for, for on the corner, what happened was gang members brought their, um, their dogs. Okay. Um, those are what the bull um, pit bulls, and they brought the pit bulls up to this group of people who were praying. As they brought the pit bulls up to the people, you ready here? Any of this ready? Okay. As they brought the pit bulls up to these people who were praying, the people looked at the pit bulls, turned their backs, 
and kneeled and prayed. When they finished praying and turned around, there was neither gang member nor dogs around. They were there to pray. They were praying on the dark side. And on the dark side, you're going to get resistance. I was listening to Moody Bible Institute. I wish I could remember the state. I think it's Pennsylvania. There was, there's a couple who was having prayer meeting on their property. I think it's about 21 acres of property. And the, and the state said, the city, uh, the state said to them, you must cease and desist doing any uh, preaching, singing, or anything else on your property. If you do not, you'll be paying $500 a day in violation. Now, that's true and ongoing right now. Oh, they don't put any of this on the news. <laughs> See, that's, that doesn't make money. Not in the secular world. But as you listen to like Moody Radio and everything, they give these little slots of what's happening to Christians. It's happening to Christians all around. Things are happening to believers. Um, and what happened was, this one other thing, I'll, I'll go on. It was, they were talking to some uh, Japanese who, um, um, uh, as he was, he was saying that uh, how much they hate the Bible and everything else. And they found that he had a Bible, a small Bible that he was hiding. And the, in order to, um, uh, uh, to make an example of him, the Japanese uh, guy, what they did was they broke out, took out his front teeth. And, um, and he said that when they took out his front teeth, they forgot to take his Bible. So he was smiling toothless, <laughs> saying, I still got the word of God in the midst of suffering. Oh, we haven't been through yet. It's, it's happening all over us. And the, and the news will not report it. But I want to let you know, we're walking on the dark side. Don't, don't expect all of the great benefits and everything else you see in the dark side. That's only time sensitive. And God says their day is numbered. Sooner or later they're going to have to give it up. Say, but blessed are you. <laughs> so when you are persecuted, blessed are you. Not, now do you see why he says blessed are you? Because God says, I got you. I had you when you were born. I'm going to keep you to glory. The Old Testament, the spill of Old Testament rolls right into the New Testament. The reason I'm telling you to do all this, the reason I'm leaving you here, I got you. I'm holding you. Well, here's the third thing. Remember the darkness of this age and who you represent. So as we kind of put it in, love your enemies. But I say to you who hear, who is listening to me, love your enemies. Here's your attitude. Do, do good to those who hate you. What's the next? Read it. That's right. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who abuse you. Are you there yet? <laughs> 
one who strikes you on your cheek, offer the other also. And from one who takes away your cloak, do not go to hold your tunic. They say, well, no, and they say, well, yeah, that was in that time. That was a cultural experience. The Lord said, no, you see, it's amazing what we, we do during Jesus' time, then snatch stuff for our time. When it's a benefit for us, we want to pull it out of there, extrapolate it from there, and put it for us. But they said, no. It says, there's some things that's going to happen to you, and the, and the Lord says, here, here we go. Uh, let me see your hands. Let me this 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 make sure you you wait. Let me see your hands. This this shake it off. Shake it off. You know, uh the person running in front of you and everything else and shooting you in front of uh, in front of the, your father's car is concerned. Shake it off. Shake it off. Sometimes they be speeding and going on and uh acting crazy and I sometimes I watch them coming up and I just said I'm just going to count to 10, because at, at the count of 10, this mess will be over. One, two, down, three, four, five, six. I go on with life. Shake it off. You don't have to scream. You have to, this, life is too big for this. The Lord says, I got you. Shake it off. Shake it off. It says, 630, give to everyone who begs from you. And from one who takes away from your, take your goods, do not demand them back. Do these seem a little bit hard? I mean, honestly. Okay, I know it's good to give a good Christian ha answer, you know. Oh, no, for Jesus, I'll give it all. But hey, really, look at that, look at that list. When you're walking on the dark side, you're going to be challenged with things with, that will challenge you to the core. And what it's saying is not easy. It won't be easy, but it's obtainable. And the only ones who can actually do this are believers. You and me, we're the only ones. So, 631, and as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. And if you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. They call it reciprocation. And if you do, do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. See? And if you lend to those to whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to get the, back the same amount. But, you know what that but means? <laughs> Look up, that, that, that but is, no, that, that, that conjunction with a function, you know. It changed the whole idea. Look at what I'm, here's what I'm getting ready to say behind all that I've said now. It says, but love your enemies, do good, and then expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be what? Great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. God is good to the evil person. The just, the unjust, he still feeds them. Still give them good grain. Still get them full. But God says, there's a time when I'm going to cut it all off. Be merciful even as you're what? 
Here's the plan of action that Jesus gave to his listeners. And it said, notice what it says. He said this to, here's this now. He said this, he looked at his disciples and said to his disciples, guys, this is what I want you to do. Here's what I want you to do as you walk on the dark side. Oh, you're going to be blessed in this area. And yes, there were some nice things will be said about But when you walk on the dark side, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Love your enemies. Do good to those who, who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. Do not respond in kind to those who mistreat and take, take from you. Give to those who, who beg and steal from you. See these verbs here? Stay intentional. Just keep doing what you're supposed to do as a believer. Stay intentional. And having done all, stand. Be satisfied that you are operating within the will of God with the guaranteed of rewards. Because the Lord says, great is your reward in heaven. Be merciful because it reflects the Father. I listed back out, but just in case we missed the verses, I just kind of listed out for you. I want to make sure you see it. I want you to receive it. Because guess what? In any area of any testing, once you heard test time, it might be today before you get out the door. Test time, there will be a test. And God will not look at the tester. He'll be looking at the tested you. So one last thing as we wrap it up. Let's read it together. Never mix the outcome with the timing of the action. Because the action will usually take place in the moment, but the outcome has been reserved for tomorrow. You see, a lot of us want something to happen, you know. Uh, see, right now, Lord, do it right now, Lord. Let the fire fall right now, you know. And when the Lord said, well, Lord, that's what I was saying now, you know, right now. You know, this like, remember Elijah, I'm, I'm, I'm like Elijah, you know. Uh, you did in the Old Testament, do it in the New Testament. And the Lord's silent. Lord, I know you, you, I'm yours, and you answer prayer. And you don't know that sometimes he answers our prayers with silence. Because it says, it's not time yet. In my time, I'll take over. In my time. Never mix the outcome with the timing of the action. Because the action will usually take place in the moment, but the outcome will be reserved for tomorrow. Love your enemies. That's the action. So you love them and they still talk about you. They still hate you. What are you going to do now? Even in counseling, we have a person that says, I hate my wife. I said, well, how are you going to violate scripture here? The Bible says you ought to love your enemies. So uh, you mean you hate your wife, you're supposed to love your enemies? Uh, don't you see a problem here? 
You are to love at all times. And this word love here is not an emotional thing. It is a commitment. Because God is committed to you. Because God always looks for the outcome. And not what's immediately happened right now. Some of us are looking for the feral effect, you know, well, uh, uh, the Herod effect, you know, where he steps out all the stuff and all of a sudden uh, he's struck down, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, that's, that's what's going to happen. And the Lord said, nope, that's not going to happen. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And while I'm waiting, I want you to be patient and trust me. Why? Because I got you. I want you to represent me all the time. And as we close this morning, I just want to let you know that we are, we're walking on the dark side. And as we walk on the dark side, that's only on the outside, not the inside. On the, out, on the inside, it says, walk in the what? Spirit. That's where we should be walking. Walk in the spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit. When we come back to the next time, do you know that Jesus Christ have described what the future would be, and he laid it all the way out, and that why he, had, he looked with such joy? And the only reason that we don't know because we haven't done the homework, the Lord is excited about getting us home. Because he knows how excited he will be and you will be in the process. So when we talk about this time being exposed to the light about shock and awe. I want your hearts to be shocked and awe at all the things that the Lord has done. But meanwhile, make sure you know where you are. Walking on the dark side. And the beautiful attitudes, what do you think the beautiful attitudes are there? So that when you walk on the dark side, you're representing Christ. Let's bow in prayer. Father God, I just pray for the saints of God. I pray that you help us to always know who we are and whose we are. And that we never substitute walking before you in the beauty of holiness. That whole idea of walking in a way that will always make you look good. In front of our enemies, critics, and regardless of what they say about you, Lord, does not change who you are. Amen. <laughs> Help us to keep that in mind. And Lord, forgive us for being slow for slacking and keeping you in your rightful place in our lives. May this be the turning point in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Jesus. And all the saints said.